Hi, this is Jovi. And this is Charlie. And you're listening to Bed Crime Stories. This is a weekly true crime podcast where we pour ourselves a drink and we take turns telling each other the stories that keep us up at night. Every single night. Every single night. Every single dang night. Because, you know, there's not a shortage. There is not a shortage. Of nights? No, no. (laughs) Of stories. Oh, got it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like... We're not gonna live forever. No, 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 no. Our our nights are numbered, but oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Your nights are numbered, kid. <laughs> I uh, don't mean like tomorrow. Oh, forget it. Anyhow. Forget it. <laughs> but there's plenty of stories. Yes, yes, you are correct. Yes, there are. <clears throat> Cause people are crazy. Just a tad. Just yeah. a tad. And if you don't believe us, listen to last week's episode. Just Dude, saying. Sorry. <laughs> I'm still I, not sorry. over it. That I'm is sorry. Nuts. I'm kind of not over it either. No, sorry. don't. Don't be sorry. That's just. <laughs> and blame it, our listener. <laughs> sorry. Like, sorry, Amy. <laughs> yeah, Amy. God. <laughs> well, you know what? <clears throat> At least we, we'll never forget Amy. We'll never forget about Amy's yes. suggestion because it exactly. is just that crazy. All of our listeners will never forget Amy either. Yep. If I ever do another story where I'd be like, so this was suggested by Amy. Be like, no. <laughs> Anyone but Amy. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. So I heard a little, I heard a little rumor that was that you, that you have a true crime headline. I do. I have a true crime headline. Woo! We haven't had one in a hot minute. I'm excited. I know it's been a while. Mm-hmm. So this is from people.com. Woohoo! Because of course it is. Of course it is. It was published today, July 6th, 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, did I say it was from people? Yes. yes of course I did. <laughs> Literally just did. Like yes. three seconds ago. Yes, I'm did. an asshole. Okay. My bad. The headline reads, mm-hmm. and a quote, Colorado funeral home director pleads guilty to illegally selling hundreds of body parts. Like on the black market? I'm assuming it's not on the regular market. <laughs> I mean, you would hope it's not on Facebook marketplace, but you never know. I know, right? Facebook. You never know. <laughs> Genuine thumb. <laughs> um, Megan Hess, 45, of Montrose, Colorado, could face up to 20 years in prison for planning, for running an elaborate scheme to sell body parts through the mail. Oh, no. Yeah. So she was accused of stealing and selling body parts of hundreds of people, and she pled guilty to mail fraud. I, I, I mean, mean okay. I think there's a lot more happening there than mail fraud. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She devised and executed to steal bodies or body parts of hundreds of victims from t- uh, 2010 to 2018. She sold those remains to victims, purchasing the remains for scientific, medical, or educational purposes, the release added. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. Can I real quick say, okay, can I just say something really quickly? Please, please do. I love the fact that because they were trying to purchase the remains for scientific, medical, or educational purposes, they're victims. Right. But if they were like body farmers, like that they were just collecting body parts for like either like weird like sexual gratification oh. or like just mm-hmm. creepy grossness mm-hmm. they would also be arrested yes and like believe me i understand the distinction i get the yes. line i get yes. the line but how do you know they were trying to buy it for scientific medical or educational purposes they could just be saying that like oh uh, yeah i'm a doctor i need that pancreas <laughs> like you don't fucking know you don't know no you don't know wow 
Yeah. Wow. People are ballsy, dude. And could you imagine, like, you went to this woman because you said she was a mortician, yeah? Funeral director, yeah. A funeral director, sorry. And, like, your loved one, she handled your loved one between those years. Like, yep. holy shit. I'd be so pissed. You know she's going to get a slew of uh, fucking lawsuits. Yeah. You know. So her and her mother were both arrested um, for illegally selling body parts or entire bodies without the consent of family of the deceased. Oh, my God. Um, While the women sometimes received consent from families to donate small tissue samples or tumors of their dead relatives, Mm -hmm. they supplied body parts for research even when family members were never even asked for approval or rejected their request in advance. Yeah, they're done. (laughs) Yeah, for real. So according to Department of Justice, at the time of the arrest, the scheme included shipping bodies or body parts that tested positive for or belonged to people who had died from infectious diseases, including hep B and C and HIV, after certifying to buyers that the remains were disease-free. Oh, my. Yeah. What is wrong with people? Like, seriously, what is, like, I know times are tough, but, (gasps) oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, there's there's more. Of course there is. Um, in a cruel twist, the mother and daughter team also repeatedly lied to grieving families about the status of their loved ones' bodies or flat out ignored their wishes. Um, the Department of Justice quote uh, comes, it says, Hess and at times Coke, the mother's last name, would mm-hmm. meet with families seeking cremation services and would offer to cremate the decedent's bodies and provide remains back to the families. They would charge a thousand or more for the cremations, but many never occurred. They also delivered remains to families with the representation that the remains were that of the deceased when frequently that was not the case. <gasps> oh, yeah. no. So they were giving them like jars of ashes, probably not even human, probably like having a bonfire in their backyard and just oh, like giving my God. ashes. Yeah. Like that's the thing that's scary about having family members cremated because mm-hmm. there's no way of knowing if it's actually your family member. Yep. You know what I mean? I just, wow. People, I just, okay. (laughs) People make my head hurt. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. That was, that was a good uh, true crime headline to come back with. Yeah, man. (laughs) Coming in hot with the selling body parts. (laughs) You were on fire. Thanks. No, that was like, I was trying. Was it like a cremation joke? Yeah, it. it was it was a very bad. Creation it joke. went up in smoke. <laughs> OK, maybe, maybe yours is better. Whatever. Uh, I don't know. They were both kind of bad. I mean, yeah, they were both, kind of bad. <laughs> they they were both bad. very dad joke like, but not the funny, but not the funny dad joke. It's my favorite type of type of humor. I will not lie to you. It's my favorite. I agree. I agree. <sighs> All right. Joe Valicious. Joe Valicious definition. Make them boys go loco. Loco means crazy. That's correct. <laughs> that correct. Um, all right. Jovi, why don't you hit us with your bed crime story for this evening? Okay. I will do just that. I'd like to start off by saying this was also a listener suggestion. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of in theme two weeks in a row. Listener suggestions. Oh, I man. dig it. I, it. I dig it a lot. You guys make you guys made our jobs easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So thank you. This time our listener suggestion comes from a friend of the pod, um, a friend of Charlie's. Her name is Christine. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Christine, for taking the time to email us. What? Appreciate it. And I really hope I do the story justice. I'm going to be doing 
the disappearance of Harmony Montgomery. Okay. This is, it's still a very recent case um, there. And because it's an ongoing investigation, the information and the details are very limited. Okay. So I'm going to do the best that I can. Yeah. Make sure you stick to a lot of allegedly's. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm inserting all the alleged's. But yes, no, I will, I will say allegedly for sure. My sources for tonight's story is fox35orlando.com, mm. foxnews.com, wmur.com, and the independent. So basically, I'm just going to go through a timeline of everything that has happened because that's all that I can do. Harmony Montgomery disappeared sometime between uh, November 28th of 2019 and December 10th of 2019 at the age of five. However, she was not reported missing until two years later in December of 2021. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the exact face that, that I made. Harmony was born in June of 2014 to Crystal Sorry in Massachusetts. Her father, Adam Montgomery, was in prison at the time for pleading guilty to shooting a man in a drug-fueled robbery. Shortly after August of 2014, Harmony, along with her younger brother, Jameson, which I'll get into him a little bit later on, started her first of multiple times that she was removed from her mother's care due to neglect related to drug use. Mm. She quickly became known in the foster system and New Hampshire's Department of Children, Children, Youth, and Families. I put young. (laughs) Children, young, young (laughs) and families. Children, youth, and families. So I'm going to be calling that the DCYF. Like, I'm not going to say that every time because it's a mouthful. Mm -hmm. Adam Adam was released from prison sometime in September of 2015 and moved to New Hampshire. It wasn't mm-hmm. until a year later that he contact, contacted the DCYF to have visits with Harmony. Um, he did have a couple of visits with her while he was in jail, mm. but it was very sporadic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These once a month visits didn't last long and he stopped responding to the DCYF's requests to schedule future visits in February of 2017. Hmm. Okay. 11 months later, Adam contacted them to set up a meeting with Harmony and met with her for only the ninth time in her life. Ninth. Mm. In July of 2018, Crystal lost custody of her daughter in Massachusetts due in part to her substance abuse issues, which I previously had mentioned. Mm -hmm. Harmony was moved to New Hampshire where her father and stepmother lived and placed in foster care. Mm -hmm. Seven months later in February of 2019, Adam was granted sole custody of Harmony, regardless of his criminal record history in Massachusetts and his criminal history of violence. I I don't understand that. I I feel like that probably shouldn't have happened, but that happened. Um, So she joined him along with Kayla Montgomery, uh, her step her stepmother and his wife at the time Mm -hmm. and their children to their home on Guilford street in Manchester, Manchester, New Hampshire, not Mm -hmm. England. (laughs) Just wanted to put that out there. Got it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Even though she lost custody, Crystal still spoke with her daughter on the phone and FaceTime her FaceTimed her when she could. 
The last time she spoke with and seen Harmony was when she FaceTimed her for Easter and showed her the Easter basket that she had gotten um, Harmony and that she was going to give her the next time her and Harmony got together. Mm-hmm. Not long after that, Adam and Kayla blocked all communication with Crystal. Hmm. No phone calls nothing records later show that police officers were called to the guilford street home at least 10 times between february 2019 when adam first got custody and when she was last seen in the fall so between february of 19 and uh november slash december of 19 Mm -hmm. reports range from claims of domestic disturbances to animal welfare and concerns about living conditions in the home Between July and August 2019, claims of abuse have been reported. Mm -hmm. The DCYF received an anonymous call from someone who visited her at the Guilford Street home and saw that she had a black eye. Mm. A child protective services worker visited the home and let the Manchester police know that there was no eye injury observed. A CPS worker visits the home a second time and interviews Harmony, Adam, and Kayla and notes a red mark in Harmony's eye and faded faded bruising under her eyelid. Hmm. Adam says the mark was caused when she was struck by a toy while playing with a sibling. One last follow-up visit from a CPS worker was in October of 2019, and it was reported that the children appeared happy and healthy. The assessment concluded that the report of abuse was unfounded, but the family was at high risk for future child welfare concerns. Mm -hmm. A referral was received by DCYF in regards to the Montgomery household. Adam told a CPS worker that Harmony is living with her mother in Massachusetts and had been since Thanksgiving of 2019 when her mother came to pick her up and take her back home with her. Remember that. Remember that little detail. Okay. Because Adam and Kayla had cut off all contact with Crystal, uh, blocking calls, blocking her on all social media, Mm -hmm. she had no way of getting in touch with her daughter. She called the school that Harmony should have been enrolled at and was informed that they didn't have anyone enrolled under her name. She also learned that she had missed important doctor's appointments that she had that she has since she was a baby due to a disability in her eye Uh, she was legally blind in her right eye she's the cutest little thing it's so sad not that it wouldn't be sad otherwise i know what you mean yes (laughs) crystal had been sharing her concerns over harmony's well-being with blair and jonathan miller who were a couple who fostered and eventually adopted harmony's younger brother jameson Mm -hmm. the two were also actively trying to make a connection with Harmony and told Crystal Crystal multiple times that they would adopt her if the need arose because they had her brother. And they can keep them together. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Correct. Harmony spent time in foster care with her younger biological brother, Jameson. In June 2019, a couple began fostering the boy and eventually adopted him later that year in November. Blair Miller, a Washington, D.C.-based television news reporter, and his husband, Jonathan Miller, are the adoptive parents of Jameson. The couple said that they repeatedly told Harmony's mother that they were willing to... Did I just repeat myself? You did. I did. I did. So basically, this wonderful um, married couple were like, we want the baby. Mm-hmm. Let us let us adopt the baby. Because mm-hmm. then at least, obviously, Crystal has contact with them. And Jameson, so it would just, it would be, right. It would just, she would still be able to be in their lives 
mm-hmm. though she probably, you know, would have a hard time handling raising them on her own. Correct. Um, she would still be able to have contact with them. And like I said, then Harmony and Jameson can still stay together. They're siblings. They grew up together. It would be nice for them to be together. I get it. It's logical. It is. The couple tried to make contact with Harmony throughout the past two years. Um, as they said, Jameson missed her and he'd cry at night for her. Mm. The couple said they weren't ever able to speak with Harmony and kept in touch with Crystal about her communication attempts with the girl's father, Adam. On November 18th, 2021, Crystal contacted Manchester PD saying that she believed that her daughter was missing. Police officers contacted the New Hampshire DCYF about the location of the missing child. Then on December 27th, uh, the DCYF reported that it was also unable to locate Harmony. Manchester police announced the search was launched on December 31st, 2021. Jesus. Like I, I had a very hard time reading this timeline. Cause I just, I still can't fathom how it went two years. I just, it, it makes no sense to me. Yeah. I mean, I just think, so I'm going to play, I'm going to play devil's advocate, which is Jovi's favorite thing for me to do. Of course you are. Jovi's favorite thing for me to do. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, as far as what's Harmony's mom's name again? Crystal? Crystal. Mm -hmm. As far as Crystal's concerned, she obviously has so much going on trying to get clean and, and all of that stuff. We all know how fast the two years went Yeah, between the end of 2019 and the end of 2021. Because that's when COVID that was COVID, right? Mm-hmm. So people were so worried and preoccupied with all of, and I'm not saying that that makes it okay for you to not worry about your daughter. And I don't think it was a lack of worry. That was the issue. Mm-hmm. It was just time flew by. Right. And then next thing, you know, it's my God, it's been six months and I still haven't heard anything. My God, it's been a year and I still haven't heard anything. Like, Again, I'm not making excuses, obviously, mm-hmm. um, but I can, I can get it. Mm-hmm. I can get it. I think the thing that isn't sitting right with me is the fact that she was cut off from all contact. That should have been the first indication of like, there's something happening, happening here. Like something should have been done right when it happened. Not, not blaming Crystal, but like that would have been like, for me, for me, if it was me, that would have been my first like alarm bells going off. And that's when you get the authorities involved because even though Adam had sole custody, I'm sure there's no reason why Crystal still couldn't talk to her daughter. Correct. And especially since, um, DCYF was already involved in her case, Mm -hmm. there's already, there's already a file for her, like for you to contact them. She's already known in the system for to say, look, you know, there's, there's some red flags going on with her, her current placement. Like Mm -hmm. they're not contacting me and this is not usual. So yeah. WTF. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. I just, Hmm. It's, mm-hmm. little, it's all honestly all this is a little sus to me i'm, I'm yeah. not i'm oh, not yeah. gonna lie but yeah it's yeah on december 31st 2021 police located adam montgomery sleeping in a car in new hampshire with his new girlfriend um he and kayla had separated he said initially that harmony was fine and he had seen her recently but then later said he hadn't seen her since her mother picked her up in manchester around thanksgiving of 2019 
The girlfriend told police that Adam never once talked about harmony. Hmm. Police told Adam they were concerned his daughter had not been physically observed in over two years and that they had concern for whether or not she was still alive, um, according to an affidavit. Adam did not exhibit much emotion or reaction to this, adding he believed she was with her mother. He eventually stopped answering any and all questions. He was arrested on several charges on January 4th, January 4th of 2022, including a second degree assault charge stemming from a 2019 conduct against Harmony, as well as charges of interfering with custody and child endangerment. Hmm. Police accused him of purposely violating a duty of care, protection, or support by Hmm. failing to know where she had been since late 2019, the last reported sighting of Harmony. The FBI joined Manchester police to search the Guilford Street property the same day that Adam was arrested. Nothing was found in the two-day search, which included digging in the backyard. Mm. So nobody was found. Nothing nothing of alarm. Nothing that would cause alarm was found. Okay. He had not guilty pleas entered on his behalf earlier in the month by his lawyer for the charges connected to Harmony's disappearance. He has been jailed. He has been jailed without bail. Harmony's stepmother, Kayla, is also facing charges. She was arrested on January 5th, 2022, on a charge of welfare fraud for collecting food stamps in the girl's name, to which she pleaded not guilty. (laughs) (sighs) Police said between December 2019 and June 2021, Kayla Montgomery obtained over $1,500 in food stamp benefits by failing to remove Harmony from the family state assistance account despite the fact that Harmony was no longer living with her and Adam. And I just, you know, she disappeared the end of November, beginning of December. I just, I don't know. It's again, another thing that is a little suspicious to me, but yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Prosecutors later announced a plan to drop the welfare fraud charge against Kayla and replace it with nine other charges, including felony theft, according to uh, court documents released on January 11th. The charge was made based on new information provided by the State Department of Health and Human Services about her, according to the, the attorney general's office. A judge also agreed to the prosecution's request for a $5,000 bail. Mm, okay earlier in an interview with police on new year's eve kayla who shares three children with her husband ages four two and one said she last saw harmony in november or december of 2019 she said Mm -hmm. her husband was driving harmony he was driving harmony to the child's mother in massachusetts She Mm. said she believed Harmony had been returned to the mother and never saw or heard about Harmony after that day, according to um, a police document, which is interesting. Because it's completely opposite of what he said happened. Correct. Yeah. I mean. I don't trust either one of them as far as I could throw them. But no, no. I mean. No, no. The the minute the, the stories are that much in, you know opposite of one another you know that you know someone's fucking lying yeah they didn't they didn't collaborate on their story correct so who knows which one is telling the truth who knows who's lying either way the child is missing you have a missing child 
Kayla also told police she hadn't seen Adam since October and not had not spoken to him since November of 2021. Interesting. Mm-hmm. On April 4th of this year, Adam was arrested on new charges of theft by unauthorized taking for allegedly stealing a rifle and a shotgun, two charges of receiving stolen property for allegedly receiving or retaining the rifle and the shotgun, (laughs) two charges of felon in possession for allegedly possessing the rifle and the shotgun after having been convicted of one or more qualifying felonies and two charges of armed career criminal for allegedly possessing the rifle and the shotgun. So basically a whole lot of shit, a whole lot of shit having to do with the, the guns. Uh, correct. And yeah. <laughs> as I'm reading this, I'm like, I know it's not the same thing, but it's different degrees of the same thing. So right, right, for right. some odd reason, I felt it important to read all of them, but <laughs> whatever. A whole bunch of gun, a whole bunch of weapons charges. Correct. Correct. So yeah. I'm sorry for that confusing mumbo jumbo it didn't look as bad when i was researching it and now reading out loud i'm like i'm literally repeating myself (laughs) so i'm sorry investigators say that these thefts occurred between september 29th and october 3rd 2019 in manchester which is Mm -hmm. right before she went missing right so the most recent update that i found was that Um, I want to say it was as of the second week of June, Mm -hmm. um, the official searched Adam and Kayla Montgomery's former apartment, hauling a fridge out. Investigators were Mm. assisted by a sewer plumbing team. Sources told a local news station that new credible information from a person close to the investigation led to the search of the apartment. Hmm. I really hope they don't find anything in that fridge. I just... I really hope they don't find anything in that fridge. Yeah, but it's one of those things of you hope they don't find anything in that fridge, but I at the same time everyone deserves to know what happened. Not everybody, but yeah. her mother deserves to know what happened to her daughter. Yeah. No, I agree. But that's it. That's that's all the information that is out there. Again, it was basically a timeline. So there really wasn't right much finger pointing. Um, but again, right. Well, and like you said, I mean, it's like technically literally still going on. Yes. So right. I, I'm really hoping that some more information comes to light and they find this adorable little girl. Okay. So if you're listening to this and you have any information or you have any tips regarding Harmony's whereabouts, um, I did include the missing children poster that was circulating that has the contact information. So please please reach out and give any information that you may know because this little girl deserves to be found. Yeah. The, the poster will be on our Instagram post for the story. Yes. Yes. But yeah, that that's it. That is the story of the disappearance of Harmony Montgomery. And it's just, it's heartbreaking. It's so incredibly heartbreaking. It's one of those ones where it would be so easy to sit back and like point fingers and mm-hmm. lay blame like mm-hmm. on multiple places. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it was failure after failure after failure for this little girl. Correct. She was, uh, she was failed in every sense of the word. Agreed. And it's not even it does to me it doesn't sound like one parent is more at blame than the other i kind of feel like it's a joint effort 
I mean, I was gonna say I actually don't agree with that, but they both have their faults. Correct. There was some kind of miscommunication, no communication at all Mm -hmm. is what I mean by right. It it just, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I feel like this other things took precedent um, between the parents mm-hmm. and each of the parents individual lives mm-hmm. over this little girl yeah i mean it's it's a fucking sad one that is for damn sure it is and hopefully we'll hear some sort of update um soon i agree about the story so well thank you jovi thank you for sharing that one thank you christine for uh sending in the story suggestion we thoroughly appreciate that yes you are awesome sauce did you ever know that you're our hero you are indeed the wind beneath our wings so guys thank you so much for listening as always we appreciate every single one of you we love you guys so much um we thank you for being here week after week and listening to the stories that we tell we also thank anyone who reaches out and, you know, whether it's through a story suggestion or just likes on Instagram or comments on our Instagram posts, you know, we see all of that. We appreciate it. It's just Jovi and I doing this whole thing. So any communication that you send our way that comes right to us. So we appreciate all of the kind words and messages that you guys, uh, send to us. So absolutely. You can find us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, at Bed Crime Stories. Um, if you ever wanted to send us an email with a story suggestion, bedcrimestoriespod at gmail.com is our email address. Please, wherever you're listening to this, like, rate, review, subscribe, um, tell a friend, let them know uh, to open their ear holes mm-hmm. and uh, listen our way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Please be kind to one another. We would appreciate that. Do us a solid and be nice to one another. We appreciate you. Like I had mentioned, we really, really do. Uh, We will talk to you guys next week. But until then, sweet sweet dreams. dreams. All right. Where's the button? There's the button. Our theme song is the song Industrial Music Box by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Creativecommons.org backslash licenses backslash by backslash 3.0.